Hello, and welcome to Stick and Ball Symposium. I'm Ellis. I'm Justin. And uh, we like sports. That's pretty much That's all this is. pretty much it, yeah. Yeah. So I think this is our launching episode, our first episode. Uh, so... Yeah, a bit of a pilot right here. Uh, so we both, I, I guess we could probably, I, football's probably both of our favorite, um, American football probably both of our favorite sport. I would say so, definitely. Um, basketball mine. is about tied with, with, with football for me, but. Um, I mean, yeah, I would agree with that, but definitely more so basketball for you. Like, Yeah, like I'm definitely a bit probably more into basketball. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're both huge into football, big NFL fans, so it only makes sense that that would be the topic for our first episode. Yep. Uh, we're going to be going to be filling out what we would be considered, what would we consider um, perfect NFL lineups. Um, and then you found a website that like like puts like a, like a cap space like element to it. Yeah. So what we have here is it has every position from quarterback to lineman to I think yeah they even have bench positions so you can have a whole bench a long snapper stuff like that and you get one hundred seventy eight million dollars you know basically one hundred seventy nine million. Yeah, yeah. So that's what the plans today. A little bit of background from me me and Ellis here just kind of get to know us a little bit more so obviously i'm justin i like the packers that's my favorite team um that's the i think that's the main thing we're going to cover right here so ellis you want to just tell them what your favorite team might be yeah so i'm a vikings fan um which we're heading to right now but uh at the time of recording but that that's i still yeah uh, but I'm a, <laughs> I'm a diehard vikings fan always have been um i hate my family's big into the vikes you know that's how it goes um i also like the Bengals, and i have for years because i'm a big andy dalton fan because i love tcu uh so i didn't jump on the bandwagon last year for for just for the record um and yeah we we like to do a lot of hypothetical uh nfl questions together and we were actually just talking about this today like how would we build like a perfect lineup so I think this is going to be really fun. I'm curious to see what I can put together. So yeah, it's, it just adds another element to it, be having a cap space, so we can't like, like my receiving core was Devonte Adams, J- Justin Jefferson, and Jamar Chase, which actually in this is a realistic receiving core you could have because Justin Jefferson and Jamar are on rookie contracts still. Yeah, that's true. That that's a big thing. So a lot of those young studs are probably going to be on my roster. I would assume. Um, yeah, a lot of the a lot of the elite quarterbacks have already gotten bigger deals. I was actually thinking about Joe Burrow because he still hasn't had his, you know, his bank breaking contract quite yet. Yeah. Um, guys like Mahomes and Allen who are getting paid like fifty million a year. That's a little a little bit different. Definitely not gonna take Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I'm not gonna take Deshaun Watson as much as I'd like to. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is not gonna be worth it, especially with the cap space that I'll have. Um, I guess I should say this since. Technically, I do have a favorite college team. I might as well just bring it up real quick. I am a, I'm a, I am a, I am an Ohio State fan. Not I don't follow it very closely, but I do root for them. But I don't know. We are very back and forth. We beat, we beat good teams, and then we also got blown out by the by, by Michigan. That's kind of my knowledge on that right now. Um, but let's get it. Let's just let's get into this right now, Ellis. How about you start? Who do you want for your quarterback here? Max Duggan. Just kidding. Um, so, taking this all into account, now, when it comes to quarterback, it's the most important. So, for me, I'm probably going to go with, well, what's Josh Allen's cap hit? Josh Allen? Let's see here. Josh Allen, $16 million. Yeah, that's not bad. 
I'm probably gonna go with Josh. Josh Allen. All right. Yeah. I I completely support that pick. I think I think it comes down to Josh and Mahomes as probably the premier quarterback in the NFL. Um, I'd probably give the edge to Mahomes to be honest with you, but just Allen's just he's got that factor. He's it's probably probably a less of a cap hit, and I just personally like him better. So I think I'm just gonna I'm gonna go ahead and do that. Yeah, I think that's a I think that's a great way to put it. I mean, they both have scrambling ability and can throw the ball really well, but I think Josh Allen does. Uh, Edge him out just a little bit in that scrambling yeah, factor. Yeah, I think, I think uh, Mahomes is slightly better deep ball. I think Allen's probably a slightly better scrambler. Um, so they, they, they give and take both ways. I mean, they both have good receiving cores, too. They both just they both have good coaches. They're both just great players. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're both actually really good. As far as a second quarterback, I think, because I definitely wouldn't want anybody with, like, an insane cap or anything. Yeah. Um, of course, I went to 28 million. Jeez, dude. <laughs> what the heck is that? Jared Goff, 31. Oh, no. There's no way. Well, Joe Burrow wasn't. I mean, yeah, I was going to say Joe Burrow's. Yeah, he's not. Honestly, I mean, Deshaun's not even that huge of a cap at this year, yeah, which is surprising. Because, yeah. I'm actually, because I know, like, the first year of his contract, he was supposed to make barely anything because he. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Um, Zach Wilson. No, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, just give me Joe Burrow. Might as well. Joe Burrow. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. It doesn't make sense to have two elite quarterbacks, but at the same time, why not? I mean, yeah, you you got the cap space for it right now. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, at the end of it, if you need, you can adjust as needed. Yeah. So when it comes to halfbacks, so my first choice is actually, it's actually going to be Austin Eckler. I think right. he was who, who first came to mind. Um, I think he's the most versatile back. You could use him on any down for any, pretty much any situation, and that would be the most helpful. Um, ideally, Derrick Henry would be the best option as far as pure running. I still think that just because of his strength and speed. Either him or Nick Chubb. Um, but I don't know if I want to, because I know they both have, well, at, at least Derrick Henry is a pretty big contract. I actually know about Nick Chubb. I might actually go with Nick Chubb because of that. All right, yeah, we can, we can even, if you want to look. Nick Chubb's only five million. Yeah, we can go with Nick Chubb. Okay, yeah, I, I love that pick actually. Yeah, I think Eckler and Chubb would be would the, if that was in the league right now, that'd be the best running back duo. I, I yeah, believe so. I, I can agree with that. Maybe not the best two running backs, but the best duo for sure. Uh, receiver Justin Jefferson. Not even gonna think about that. Very fair. Only three mil hit. I mean, yeah, no, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. And then I think the best person to pair him with would be Tyree Kill. Um, just because he's Tyree Kill, but I feel like he should have a massive hit, shouldn't he? Unless, unless his contract uh, only only six point four mil. Then give me Tyree. So yeah. yeah, I mean that's actually that, surprising. His contract's huge, so it must be a really like later on really back end like, contract. Yeah, huge back end contract. Tight end, it's worth it to just take Travis Kelsey. I, I completely agree. He's, I have no. He'll probably be I, the most. He's not even. But, I mean, he doesn't even take that much of a hit. Like he only takes two mil more than Tyree Kill. Right. Yeah. And, and like Travis Kelsey, undebatable. Not even close to being able to debate yeah. it. He's the best tight end in the NFL. Yeah, he's in his own stratosphere. Like, it's absolutely unreal. Um, and then next, I mean, I'd probably just have to go with a quality blocker. Like, I mean, there's there's Kittle. Andrews is really... Andrews and Waller are both primary receiving tight ends, like Kelsey, and I wouldn't really want two of those. It wouldn't be bad, but blocking is really important, too. So someone like George Kittle, I think, would make the most sense. What's George's cap hit? George Kittle, 7.3 mil. So it's almost well, as much as Kelsey. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, go ahead. All right. I'll go with Kittle. Yep, 
Fair enough, fair enough. Especially a few years ago, that would, that would be unreal oh, yeah. if you had Kelsey and Kittle in the same yeah. team. Like, wow. If if Kittle can just get healthy, I feel like he's going to perform a lot more. Oh, yeah. He's, he, you can tell he's still kind of just getting back into it. Yeah, he's still a very qual- high-quality player for sure. Um, and we're looking at guards. Uh, here, give me give me Joe Thune. Joe Thune. Yeah. KC eight point one mil. Not I think that's a that's a great pick. Yeah, I think that, I think that's a quality pick. I was thinking Quentin Nelson, but he'd probably be a bit more. Um, yeah, I can actually. Quentin Nelson. Yeah, yeah ten point two mil. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, for uh, for my other guard, which side does Thune play? Is he play right guard? I don't, even know. I, don't, I don't know. It it doesn't matter. You just have two guards. Well, so yeah, I would yeah. I would assume you can just. I'm trying to put a logical spin on yeah, this. I guess. I, that. I guess do uh, just do Brandon Scherf. Fair enough. Eight point six mil. Because I know he's really good. Center Frank right now. Detroit. I love the pick there. Yeah, he's good. Now tackle. Now this one's a bit tough. Because, like, the highest paid tackles are, like, way higher. <laughs> like, it's, like, kind of sick. Garrett Bull is making Garrett 21, 21 mil. Dude, that, that's and I don't, crazy. I don't even think he's... I, I, don't, I don't know how he's been... The, I don't know how he's been performing this season, but I, don't, I think that might be... He's on the Broncos, so I wouldn't give yeah. anybody on the Broncos any credit this year. Yeah, uh, like, I would definitely take, I think... Pretty embarrassing. Well, I guess... I don't know. I would... Uh, uh, what's... Uh, Dawkins. Something Dawkins. Deion Dawkins, I think. Deion Dawkins, yeah. Yeah, on the Bills. Yeah, I'll take him. No, I like that. I like the pick. That's a good pick. Looks like um, you get a backup left tackle here. Oh, wow. Um, somebody not too expensive. Here, we'll scroll down, Steve. Let's, let's scroll. I mean... You want, you want to go under a mil, or do you want to... Yeah, honestly, give me a... What's his name? James Hudson. James Husband? Yeah, on the Browns. Husband. He's, he's actually... <laughs> <laughs> he's pretty quality. And as far as right tackles, it's definitely... There's a bit of a drop-off, because the left tackle is considered the most important position, I think. Like, yeah. outside of, like... It's probably the second most important position on offense besides quarterback because you got to protect the quarterback. Yeah. Um, there's actually a really good right tackle on the Patriots. I think his name is like Isaac something. Isaac Wynn or Isaiah, something like that. Isaiah Wynn? Yeah, that guy. Isaiah Wynn. I'll take him at right tackle. And then for my my second right tackle, I guess I'll go with... I scroll down a bit. You know, I might as well take Riley Reef just for... Uh, for the culture. Just, just for the culture, yeah. <laughs> I respect the pick. Okay. So then defensive tackle. So the logical answer is Aaron Donald. Yeah. But I really got to watch the money. And that is a huge cat hit. Um, so I can definitely get someone quality. Like, I guess I could do Delvin Tomlinson. Delvin Tomlinson? He won't be a huge guy. Yeah, he's not a huge Yeah, 7.5 mil. Yeah. Definitely a lot less than uh, Aaron like, Donald. Yeah, it's like $20 million less. Yeah. <laughs> And for my other D tackle, I'm not sure really anybody of even slight quality. I would just say another Viking, but that's just because they're the most players that I know. Yeah, I don't know who you guys' other D tackle would be. It's not Armin Watts anymore. It's um, it's Phillips. I'm Phillips. That sounds like Harrison Phillips. Yeah, Harrison Phillips. Three point eight mil. I mean, yeah, that's pretty good. I- I'm definitely okay with that. Now defensive end, uh, has Nick Bosa been paid yet? Has he got uh, I think so. Nick Bosa, 10, 10.8 million. Yeah, probably. Chase Young is, yeah, yeah, consider injury. Is he still going to come back? Yeah, and, he, and he's 9.4 million. Yeah, just give me Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa? Uh, well, because it's going to, 
I think I think that makes the most right, sense. Yeah. And then as far as my other defensive end, hmm, what's the deal, Scotland? Uh, I'm not gonna spell his first name right. Daniel. Uh -huh. He must be on a half-time linebacker. So in that case, um, who do we got like low on the list? Not too much money. I'm trying to um, trying to hold off a little bit for that. Oh uh, yeah, Dean Lowry, Max Crosby, Max Crosby Aiden Hutchinson. He'd be really good. Oh, give me a uh, Von Miller. Von Miller, I yeah. respect that. Yeah, I didn't realize he wasn't making that much. He's been playing really well. Uh, just just so we can, I wanted to see Daniel Hunter is listed as a house on that okay. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I don't want to go too crazy with this because I'm trying to watch the money here. I got about 41 million left. Um, here, yeah, go ahead and put Daniel. All right. He's really good. He's been, he's been he's finally having a comeback year this year, which is great. I'm not gonna take Joey Bosa or TJ because that's just so much money. Yeah, um, I, I would feel like the only one that's even worth that much would be TJ. Yeah, TJ Wall would definitely be worth it, but like, but you only have 29 mil left. Yeah, that's yeah, I'm definitely. And not you still do that. got, you still got two uh middle linebackers, two safety. Yeah, you got you still got a yeah, lot of holes to fill. Yeah. So um, here, go ahead and go down the list a bit. Yeah. I think. You know, honestly, uh, give me Zedarius. I love the pick. I, I know this is kind of Viking-centric right now, but, I mean, I, mean, I didn't realize Zedarius' cap hit was that low. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, so inside linebacker, yeah, Eric Hendricks is my man, but that's, I don't know if I should do that. Yeah. Uh, I'll take Fred Warner. That's worth it. That's definitely what I was going to take. He's, like, probably a top-five player in the in the NFL, in my opinion. He's just absolutely incredible. Yeah. Um, and then... Let's see. Do they have? Honestly, give me Devondre Campbell. Devondre Campbell. Yeah, I love that pick. I respect that pick. Because he is. He's also for four point two mil. He is a great defender or a great leader in the yeah, on the defense. He really is. So now we're at safety. What's a? Uh, what's Hitman's uh, Harrison Smith? What's his? Uh, seven uh, point four mil. Uh, okay, maybe not. Ooh, right, start with Trayvon Morig. Gotta get my TCU boys. He get, he's definitely not making that. Yeah. Uh, I'll be here. Yep. Yeah, only only that much. So I don't want to go too crazy. And then somebody else who's kind of young, but doing that's been effective. I'm trying to think of good safeties. Yeah, you know what? We're not going to do the bench. I feel like because that, that, that kind of implies you can't really have... It, it makes you manage your money a lot more and kind of stretches out your yeah. thing. So we'll just go with a starting lineup. Yeah, this is, this is like a dream lineup kind of thing. thing. So, um, as far as here, uh, go pretty low because, I mean, I'm trying to think of what we got. Is uh, Trayvon a strong safety or free safety? He's a free safety. Okay, so, I mean, preferably you want a strong safety. Preferably, yeah. Um... Um, here, I'll do Daxton Hill. I'm not sure if he's a free or strong safety, but I know he's been having a good season because the Bengals have really good uh, safeties. So That's fair, that's fair. And then at corner, I think it's only logical to take Sauce Gardner. Yeah, I don't. Oh. Ahmad Gardner. Ahmad yeah. Gardner, my man. 
Uh, God, I'm, I'm fucking spelling his name terribly. <laughs> there we go. Maybe he has a pretty big contract. And then, uh, what, what Pats retains? Uh, it's 4.7 mil. Okay, so that would put me over, officially. Oh, yeah. I mean, you could take Pat Pete for 3 mil, but that leaves you with barely anything for punter kicker. Sure. Long snapper. That's fun. Oh, yeah, Let's so you got, you got $28,000 left for a punter, kicker, and long snapper, which I would say you definitely want to get a yeah, kicker get a first. Kicker. Yeah, here, just... There's, there, wow. there, there's a cheap kicker that'll be good. I mean, let's see who's on there. I'd say in your range is probably Taylor, uh, Bertolot, and, like, you can go Sam Fick and whatnot, but, like, if you're looking for... I mean, you can get Quinn Norton, zero dollars. Um, I don't know if I trust that. <laughs> you gotta have a good kicker. That's the problem. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I might change something to like to like widen that up a little bit. Yeah. If you want, we can go with some kicker right now. Throw yeah. out the rest. Just, just put uh, what's his name? Just give me that uh, Sam Thicken because I actually know him. Okay. All right, and yeah, eight grand left. Uh, I mean, how much do punters make? The cheapest punter is $207,000. Wow. That is Look at that. surprising. That is very surprising. What's the what's the cheapest long snapper make? $278,000? <laughs> For a long snapper? Why is, why is mean, the cheapest long snapper? You got to take Austin Cutting, right? I mean, that's the only the only reasonable choice. Austin. Okay, we got him. Never mind. <laughs> he's no longer in the league. He's cutting. <laughs> he's been cut. <laughs> Cutting's been cut. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I don't really care about long average is the cheapest one. Alright. I mean, it's kind of important, but they don't have to do that much, so... Yeah. And you need a punter, and then we got... And then you want to go and free some cap space here. Yeah, just give me, like... Just give me Tressway, because he's, like... He's incredible, and then, we'll, and then I'll free some cap space right. up there. You're 3.3... Million over, yeah. And you're um, gonna want to get a better kicker. Uh, well, you don't have to, but well, I, I can just, I mean, even just one big swing up in my up, probably my offense because I, I, I can change something up there. I would say your best bet is probably getting rid of maybe putting Joe as your starter. Yeah, and give, putting... me, give me Joe Burrow at quarterback as like my, my starting quarterback, yep. and then just give me some cheaper backup, like uh. See if Jake Fromm is an option, just because it'd be funny. Yeah, Jake yeah, Fromm. There you go. Yeah. I love Jake Fromm. I love watching him in college. Now you got twelve mil to play with. You yeah. can get a better. So definitely kicker. a better kicker. Let's start. Let's start there. Yeah. I already have the punter I want, no matter what. Well, so. Will Lutz is the most expensive kicker. If you want just Jay Tuck, Justin yeah, Tucker, I mean, yeah. there's no reason not to take Justin Tucker. So. And then you want a better long snapper. I don't care about that. Okay. Um, but I might do a better second corner. Okay. Okay. Um. Let's see. Uh, how much do I have to work with? I have eight, eight mil, mil. So, and then that's that's okay. So basically, I can go. This is the best you can do, Carlton Davis. Anything below? Well, that? so it, it'd only be a five million increase. So I already have three million in Patrick Peterson. So. Oh yeah. Here, go a little higher. Um, how much for Darius Slay? Nine mil. Yeah, let's do that. Then, yeah. All right, and you got a mil right. left. 
If you want, you could. Yeah, just do a better long snapper, yeah, yeah. and then that should probably do it for my team. Uh, I'll do a recap on that after. Oh, well, I guess. It's just uh. And then my bench can be all long snappers just for the just for the wins. <sighs> just give him the best long snapper. <laughs> Charlie Hewlett. And you still have six hundred sixty-five thousand left. Look at that! Look how conservative I am. All right, so let's look at this team. All right, quarterback, you got Joe Burrow with Jake Fromm backing him up. And, of course, in my running backs, Austin Eckler and Nick Chubb, which is incredible. Uh, my receiving core, we're looking at Justin Jefferson and Tyreek. Uh, then we got Travis Kelsey and Kittle as my tight ends. Then looking on the line, I have Joe Thune, Brandon Scherf, Frank Ragnow, Deion Dawkins, and I, Isaiah Wynn. And I also have James Hudson and Riley Reef to back them up. Uh, looking on defense, my nose tackles, I got Dalvin Tomlinson and Harrison Phillips. Very Viking-centric, I know. Um, Nick Bosa and Vaughn Miller at defensive end. Uh, my outside linebackers are Daniil Hunter and Darius Smith. My inside linebackers are Fred Warner and Devondre Campbell. That defense is looking scary. At safety, Trayvon Morgan, Daxton Hill. Not the best, but they're quality players, so I'm definitely fine with that. And Sauce Gardner and Darius Slay got them on the outside. That's it. They're, they're going to be locking some people up. Tress Way, one of the best punters, maybe the best punter in the NFL, and Justin Tucker, who's the best kicker. I'm not even debatable, so. Oh, and can't forget Charlie Hewlett, the long snapper. Yeah, he'll be. Do that. Get another thing and we can compare after. Okay, so starting off with my quarterback, I mean, if I'm going with someone young and good, I'm going to also take Joe Burrow. Backing him up, I'm going to take Justin Fields here. That's a great call, actually. I didn't think about that. Yeah. And running backs, I mean, I got to go with Aaron Jones. Only making 5.9 mil a year. And then I'm also going to take um, Nick Chubb. So my, so right now, my two, my two running backs have only combined for like 10 point, like 11 mil or so. Yeah. Wide receiver one, obviously I'm taking Justin Jefferson. And, and, and on top of Justin Jefferson, I'm also going to take Jamar Chase. Seven mil. Wow, he's more than... Yeah, he got a massive rookie deal. Mm, let, me, let, me look, <laughs> let me look at some of my other, my, <laughs> some of my other options. Uh, a little bit. I thought that was going to be a nice little... Ooh. Devonta Smith wouldn't be bad. Just for the record, my favorite non-Vikings player is Mike Evans. He's a bit older now, so I didn't take him, but I love Mike Evans. That's fair. Oh, Chris Olave would be a bad option. I guess non-Vikings Bengals player. I love Joe Burrow. Um, let's see here. Honestly, I'm taking Christian Watson. He's definitely improved. Over these past he's couple been, weeks. He's been unreal the last month. Yeah. And for 1.6 mil, I don't think it can be that, like, kind of value. If he uh, continues to perform well. We'll come back um, We'll come back to this list and at the end of the season, see how... Uh, how well this te these teams look, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. maybe Christian Watson falls yeah. completely off again. Definitely can't complain about that right now, though. Yeah, okay, so obviously hey, I'm taking be. Travis Kelsey. I mean, there's no reason not to take him. Um, and I'm this is also kind of a... 
This is kind of Packers themed, but I'm going to take Mercedes Lewis. He's he's good on the cheaper blocker. end, a good blocker. And we got Travis Kelsey for pass catching, so I can't really complain on that end. Uh, for my starting guard, I want to go. I want to go cheaper on the guards, but I don't want to go too cheap. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take Shaq Mason for my first guard. That's a quality guard for not that much. Yeah, get this ad out of you. Um. And we're gonna take Andrew Norwell, I think, because I yeah, that's not bad. He's not a bad choice for uh, center. For center, center. Oh my god, if I can. I'm also. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go Frank. I'm gonna go with what you, Frank Ragnow. Yeah, Frank Ragnow, man. Great guy. Really quality center. Oh yeah. I'm gonna take. That Taron Armstead on the Dolphins. Yeah, I, I think I might. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with Taron Armstead. I was looking at him. I was like, oh, I don't yeah, know. I, for, I forgot that they signed. And back left tackle. We'll just go with someone on the cheaper side. I guess we'll go with. Uh, we'll go with Eric Fisher. I mean, he's old, but he's got that veteran experience in him. Tommy Doyle, shout out to my Halloween fans. Um, we're gonna take. I'm gonna take Billy Turner. I mean, when he was on the Packers, he did good. I don't know what happened there, but... Oh, yeah. Um, and then backing up Billy Turner, I'm going to take... I'm going to take... We'll take Storm Norton, I guess, because I don't know. I have no <laughs> I have no reason to pick him, but... <laughs> um, DT, man. I'm going to take Kenny Clark. There you go. Great. Really quality... Oh yeah, and then I'm gonna take Vita Vea, too. Yeah, Vita Vea making half as much as Kenny Clark is kind of insane. Yeah, because Vita Vea is also really good, really good up front, incredible run stopper. That's why their run defense has been so good for years. Yeah. Um, for my DN here, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna spend some big bucks here. I'm gonna get Miles Garrett. Yeah. I mean, why not? I mean, especially a player. I'm looking, I'm looking pretty good on cap here. I'm gonna take Aiden Hutchinson. For my other D end, I feel like that's a pretty good pickup. He, I mean, he's still a rookie, but he has proven to be that he he's can be. He's coming into his own. Yeah. I mean, there's a reason that he was projected to be the first overall pick. Exactly. Yeah. And then he went second overall. Still don't know why. And then for five mil a year, I'm going to take a very underrated player, getting a lot more attention now, I think. Uh, again, Green Bay centric team, but I'm taking Rashawn Gary for five mil. Hey, Rashawn Gary, he's good. Yeah, he's good. He's, he's getting that respect that he deserves. And. I can't complain about that. Um, I'm trying to see if there's anybody that isn't getting paid much that may have like been really good this year. But I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Xavier Smith. I mean, three point three million. You can't beat that for. Really didn't give him that big of a contract. I I know. He really just wanted to play against the Packers. Yeah, I think that's that's exactly what it is. I'm taking Fred Warner, and I'm taking. There's someone on this list earlier that I saw that I that I wanted. I want to take Eric Kendricks, but I think Fred Warner is slightly better. Micah and, Parsons. And he's less money, which I don't know. If that's weird. Oh my gosh, I didn't think about Micah Parsons. <laughs> I didn't think about him being an inside linebacker. He's um, one of the best defensive players there is. I should have taken him. Yeah, I I I saw that guy. I was like, I really hope Ellis didn't see that. <laughs> um, I mean. 
I love Micah Hyde, so I'm gonna take Micah Hyde. Uh, I mean, he, he's injured, but I mean, like he's still one of the best safeties I'd say. Yeah. I mean, like he's he's up there for sure. And then I'm gonna I'm gonna take Derwin James. I think. Cornerback one. Give me Jair, and then cornerback two. Give me Gar, Gar uh, Sauce Gardner. Sauce, yeah. Uh, we got 33 mil left for a punter, kicker, and a long snapper, so I'm definitely going to be yeah, upgrading can, some players. Yeah, yeah, you can yeah, you can get pretty much any punter, kicker you want and upgrade some players. Um, What's that? Oh, what's that guy's name? Can't think of him right now. Ryan Stonehouse, the guy with the fucking boot. Oh, yeah, and the Titans. He, he's a... And I'm taking Justin Tucker. I mean, I, I don't think there's any debate about Justin Tucker yeah, even taking. And I guess I'll just take, take the best... Long snapper. We got 26 mil to... You can improve wherever you want. You can, yeah. You can really... I mean... I think I'm, I'm gonna... You could upgrade a quarterback, yeah. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, Pat Mahomes. Yeah, put in Patrick Mahomes. And you have Justin Fields, too. Yeah. And that pretty much does it. I mean, you could upgrade a tiny bit somewhere else. You yeah, have less think... than a million cap space after that, but... What does that put me at? Just upgrade the... I'm going to keep Frank Ragno, but it... We'll put... No, I don't want him. Put... Trey Turner. Yeah, Trey Turner's good. Yeah, you still have about 400,000 left. I mean, I'm, I'm with a, long, a, a lot of young talent that's in the league right now. There's so many good young players right now. It's crazy. Yeah. Maybe upgrade Eric Fisher a little bit. I didn't think about that. Um, uh, yeah. Is there really anybody that's worth upgrading him for? Oh no, who do I take out for that guy? Okay. Um. Tommy Doyle. Tommy Doyle. Leave me with twelve thousand bucks. I can go go to the gas station get some snacks. <laughs> so, <laughs> overview of my team real quick, and then we'll go back to Ellis's and kind of just wrap it up. Uh, so for quarterbacks, starting out with Patrick Mahomes. I mean. I did a great job of saving other places to get this guy. Justin Fields, great young talent. Love him. Came came out of Ohio State, if I remember correctly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, came out of Ohio State. Off, he was off to a slower start, but he's really evolved in his own this, these past couple weeks in this back half of the season, I feel. Um, Aaron Jones, not the most pure runner, but he the versatility he brings in the passing game. I mean, I don't... Oh, yeah. There's the only other guy that you can compete in that with is Austin Eckler, yeah. which is why I wouldn't be mad at taking either of those guys. And then Nick Chubb. Some of the biggest difference makers for sure. Yeah, Nick Chubb, great power back. I mean, he can he can go over you, he can go around you. It doesn't it doesn't really matter. He can he I can think, get in. Honestly, as far as skilled running, I think he's the best in the NFL. Yeah. Derek Henry relies on his size and strength a lot. Yeah. Which Nick Chubb is just he he's got that size too, but he's he's like. He's like a bowling ball, but he also is like actually skilled at like the running and his footwork, and it's just it's yeah. incredible to watch him play. I mean, no disrespect to Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry's a great running back. He does a lot for his team. I think yeah, he's sure. one of the only reasons that team is any good in the not even if he doesn't perform well, just the just the attention that he brings to him for being such a big guy and being good. Oh, yeah, such a difference maker. But like, I mean, Chubb because he's getting paid less. That's one. Thing. Yeah. And also, he's just like... Like, how much is Derrick Henry getting paid? Nine million, yeah. Yeah. Which I guess... Who, who's the highest paid running back? Is, Zeke. Is it really Zeke still? Yeah. That is a massive cap hit. <laughs> for Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah. 
Okay, but maybe that's why they don't fully commit to Pollard. Yeah, but Justin Jefferson, no debate, debate, well, debatably the best receiver in the NFL at this time, and I don't even think it's like he's he's in he's def he's there's no one I think that would debate he's out of the top three. Yeah, he's in the top three. He's up there in the same discussion as. As far as, like, playing as a receiver, he's up there with, like, Devontae and probably, like, Cooper Cup. Yeah. Tyreek is in that discussion, too, but that's just because he's a difference maker with his athletic ability. Yeah, he's he is a speed demon, and that's it's not really what sets it's him. It's not on the same level. I guess this is a bit of a tangent, but, like, Je- Jefferson is a great route runner, but he's, he's, he's the total package. He's a route runner. He is great hops. He has great hands. Um, he's just got a great mentality. He knows how to make plays. He knows how to break down plays. He's just he, he just does everything. Devontae Adams is a lot like that. He, Devontae Adams is a perfect route runner. He's got perfect release. He can make any any defender in the league. He can make him just fall. Like, yeah. it's, it's unbelievable. It's just the difference that both of those guys make. Then you look at a guy like Cooper Cup. He's just an incredible route runner. He's fast, and I think he's like the, I think I just think he's the smartest receiver because he knows how a play is going to work out and how to get get himself open. I yeah, I completely agree with that. Yeah. I'd say the best hands in the NFL. I, if you ask me like a couple years ago, I'd say uh, DeAndre Hopkins. But if you ask me now, I would say either Justin Jefferson or Devontae Adams. Yeah, for sure. They both make insane plays. I, I, I mean, especially Justin Jefferson against the Buffalo Bills. I mean, that's one of the craziest catches I've ever that seen. Was, that was unreal. I mean, was so amazing. It wasn't, it was, it wasn't for like a touchdown like Odell's was, but right. it was – I think a much more crucial play. Oh yeah, it was a fourth down game save. Yeah, that was like, and that catch is just gonna be in the. It's gonna be marked in NFL history for a long time. Christian Watson, I mean, started off slow, and then these past what four weeks he has eight touchdowns. Yeah, eight touchdowns, including that. What was that like a fifty yard run? Left, yeah, against the Bears the other day. Yesterday, yeah. Yeah, he that, is that was incredible. Um, He's he's really coming to his own. He had that breakout game against the the Cowboys, which the Cowboys have a good defense too. And the fact he was able to he was able to get open for three scores. I mean, he had like what he only had four receptions, but all three three of them were touchdowns. Yeah, four receptions for like a hundred and three yards or something like that. Yeah, and four tu- like and two touchdowns, three and touchdowns. Since, and since that he's just caught fire. I mean, he 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 looks like he could really become that number one receiver the Packers need. Yeah, I mean, it's just a few games. It's a small sample. But just seeing stuff like that in receivers these days, that's how you, you know you might have something special. For yeah, and no, and no disrespect. I don't want to say like any like disrespect to like um, Alan Lazard. I think Alan Lazard's a great player, but yeah, Christian great. Watson he's, has he's that big playability. I, if I'm if I want consistency that I think is going to catch it nine times out of ten that I throw it to him, I'll take Alan Lazard over Christian Watson because Christian Watson has shown some uh, catching problems. Yeah. But if I want a big play shown over the top and uh, there's not a lot of guys that can compete with Christian Watson with his speed in that category. I'd say obviously the best is like Tyree Hill for yeah, that right, for yeah. being, getting beat over the top. Uh, tight end Travis Kelsey. I mean, not much can be said. Travis Kelsey's the best tight end in the We are, we are run over this. Mercedes Lewis. He's just a great blocker. Been in the league for a long time. Can help the guys around him be better too, especially that line because he is a great blocker. He can. Oh, yeah. Kind yeah, of relieve them. I mean, a lot of people kind of underrate how big of a difference that actually makes. Yeah. If you could, if you could have a tight end that can actually effectively block, it's just you. You need blocking. That that becomes more and more apparent as pass rushes get better and all this stuff gets better. Quarterbacks are getting better. The more they're protected, the more plays they're gonna make. It's just it's as simple as that. Yeah. But okay, so on the line, I mean, Shaq Mason, Trey Turner. I mean, both great quality guys, and I mean, yeah, they're good. 
I say guards are probably I don't want to like sound mean, but they I think they're the least important position on the line. I feel like centers are obviously your blindside blockers are the most important. I don't think I don't think that can be like highly debated. Right. Uh, centers, obviously, you need a good center to get a good snap, or else a lot of things can go wrong for you. I mean, guards are equally as important as any other offensive piece. I say that as I'm saying that they're not as important as others. But they do have a lot of importance, but they're just not... Yeah, everything on the line is extremely important. Yeah. For sure. But if you're coming down, you'd want to have a better tackle than a better guard. Yeah. And, and you'd want to have a better center than a better guard, I think, at least. I mean, the the guards are... I mean, it also depends on your matchups, too, if you're playing against a team with better... If better, like, if you're playing against, like, Aaron Donald, obviously you'd want much better center and guards than yeah. double-team him. But, you're, I mean, effective edge rushers, you have to have good tackles on the outside. So, yeah. that's what it comes down to. Yeah, but even also at times, it doesn't matter... Who you have on that line if you're going against Aaron Donald because he doesn't care. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He'd like put everyone on Aaron Donald and we'll probably still get through. So yeah, <laughs> which is why Aaron Donald is such a difference maker, and I have so much respect for him as a player. Um, so D tackle Kenny Clark. I mean, really great guy. He he is probably our main source of being able to defend against any run. Uh, he's a which great. Is a very little. Of. Yeah, we have very little of. But if you have something there, he's probably in the center of it. Um, and he he's he doesn't get too many sacks, but he's a great pass uh, disruptor, putting that pressure on the quarterback. I mean, backup DT. Even though I feel like I run them at the on the field at the same time. Uh, Vita Vea, I would, I would have a I mean, four one of the best four linemen. Yeah, I mean, you're just talking about a big guy that could be in there and just make a difference. Yeah, and then I mean he also has experience as running back if I need to put him in yeah. for a couple of plays. <laughs> But he's a, he's a real bowling ball back. <laughs> like <laughs> great player. I mean Miles Garrett. I don't think you can go wrong here. There's a couple DNs that you can't go wrong with. I just like Miles Garrett because he's he's a menace, and there's not a lot of people that can stop him in the league. I think, and if you do stop him, you need at least two people over there with him. Um, Aiden Hutchinson, great young player, has made a lot of. He, he even has a couple picks this season too. Yep. He's had he's had a great career so far, even though it's his first year. Um, not going to spend too much time on him. Rashawn Gary definitely has improved every season he's been in the league. I think underrated player. Underrated player. It's it sucks that he uh, tore his ACL. I believe it was. Yeah. Um, but you can't go wrong with him. There's honestly a lot of good outside linebackers there, but I'm fine with these guys. They were great. Cap reducer with Rashawn Gary and Zadarius Smith, both amazing players, but both under 10 mil in cap space. Even under, well, I guess Rashawn Gary's a little over 5 mil, but um, but yeah, Zadarius Smith, great guy, great player. Not gonna spend too much time. Everybody knows Zadarius oh, Smith yeah. at this point. One I think. of the best pass rushers this year. Yeah, I mean, he, he just you know he'll make a difference like that. Yeah, and Fred Warner, honestly, I would debate Fred Warner is still underrated. At his position. Oh, he's so good. Because he is, I think he is the best uh, middle linebacker in the league. And I don't think he gets and, that respect all the time. I know. And, like, not only is he probably the best middle linebacker, but also middle linebackers are one of the most important positions that not a lot of yeah. people talk about. Like, having, having that, that's like, that, that really is like the quarterback of the defense. And the way that, like, he plays, you could put him anywhere on the field and he'll, and he'll definitely, uh, he'll make a difference. I've been saying that a lot, but, um, it's just so important to have a player like that as a leader uh, that can also lead by example, and he and he is just unmatched. I mean, there's not many defensive players I'd rather have than Fred Warner. Like he's just that good. Yeah, 
And then Micah Parsons, I mean, he, he's, oh, what, is this his second year? His second year, yeah. Yeah, second year, he is an absolute menace. I mean, he, he, he gets involved every play. Likely defensive player of the year this year. Yeah, and uh, I would not be mad. I hate the Cowboys. As a Vikings but... fan, I watched him sack Kirk like four times. Yeah. Like, it's just... It seems like he gets through every play. Yeah, and he doesn't get tired. See, cause that's the thing, cause he he went to Penn State and he and he played like a true middle linebacker all over the place. But then the Cowboys drafted him, even though they didn't really need a middle linebacker. But then they saw those physical, like just the raw physical tools he had, and you can use him really anywhere. But if using him as a pass rusher is genius. Yeah, because he could he'll disrupt every play in some way. Great, great player. I mean. Literally, I don't think I don't think there's a single lineman in the league that can shut him down for an entire game. No, one, one of the, probably like in the top five young players in the league right yeah. now. Yeah, absolutely incredible. I would say top five defensive players in the league right now. Yeah, he's he's up there. He's got, he's he's worked his way to that point already. Yeah, he's gonna have an incredible career barring barring a serious injury. So. Yeah, uh, Micah Hyde. I mean, he's a he's a veteran in the league. He he's been what in the Packers and the Buffalo Bills, I think, unless he went somewhere else in between that. Pretty sure those are the teams he played for. Um, yeah. Which, safe, having good safeties is really important. It's not it's not as complicated to play as a corner, because a corner you have to, like... Well, not complicated, it's not, that's not the word I mean, but, like, as a corner, it's all about having the coverage with that guy, with your guy. And yeah. Sometimes you have to guard some of the best. But having the best receivers in the league, they're going to beat a one-on-one, Yeah. Like, like, over half the time. Maybe not against the best defenders, maybe not, like, nine times out of ten. But... Over half the time they will. Guys like guys like Justin Jefferson and Devontae Adams. So to have quality safeties that can know their role on the field is really important. And uh, Micah Hyde's one of those guys that he's seasoned and he knows what he's doing. And then you also have Derwin James, who's one of the best at that. Yeah. He knows exactly where he needs to be at all times, and that's extremely yeah. important. And I'm glad that Derwin James has been – he's been healthy all season so far, has he? Or has he gotten... Yeah, he might have missed a game or two, but he's mostly actually finally been back, which is great yeah. for such a good player like him. And also, I feel like either of these guys, if I need to for any situation, I could put them at cornerback for a couple plays, and they would be fine. Yeah. I mean, but there's – Great, great safeties, both of them. So I mean, I have no problem with those picks. Jair Alexander. I mean, he's kind of having an off year, to be honest. Yeah, off year. But before this year, I don't think I would have picked anybody else as far as, and I hate to say this because I hate the Packers, but as far as a coverage player, he's been absolutely incredible. Yeah, because he's so good at coverage that like his receivers get targeted like, like barely any of the time. That's why he doesn't have very many picks because he's just he's that good at locking down his receiver. Yeah, and, and I. If you have a corner that can do that consistently, that's one of the most important things. I, I I agree, and I think honestly, I think one of the main things attributing to him for him having a down year, which isn't even really a down year for most other corners, I don't think, but him having a down year is he's on the field so much, especially with the how the Packers. I mean, obviously the Packers' offense has improved these last couple of weeks, but he was on the field so much all the time because the Packers' offense is just like three and out, three and out turnover. Yeah. Like it, it just. So I can't and, like. And, and another thing, the run defense has been so bad. Yeah. So once teams get going on on the ground, they keep going. So then you guys have to focus more on that. So it opens up the passing game. More, yeah. Uh, for any opposing team, because really the run defense has been so bad. Yeah. <laughs> like hilariously bad. So. Uh, I I do have to say the run defense definitely stepped up in that fourth quarter against the Bears. I don't think we win that game if our run defense doesn't step up, because they were just the whole game they were running the ball on us. So seeing that final, like the week before that, we got absolutely cooked on the run defense on the run game. Yeah. Uh, Justin or not Justin, Jalen Hurts had 150 something rushing yards in the first half. 
Like that that shouldn't be allowed to happen. Yeah. That should be illegal. <laughs> but Absurd. but yeah, Jair Alexander, I, I'd still take him over a lot of corners in the league. He's still. I would. There's only a few corners that I would confidently say that I, I I would be comfortable having him guard any receiver. Not not that he might get beat, but I would comfortably put him in there. And yeah, he, and he's one. He's one of them. Yeah, and my other one here is the one that I also took is which is Sauce Gardner. I mean, he's been he's a rookie, but he's been outstanding. He's locked down everybody. I th- he might have had a couple like oh yeah, I mean everybody. I mean yeah, I think I think this past game against the Vikes, Jefferson. He's he, I mean he still got some Jefferson. He still had probably like eighty yards or so. I don't remember exactly, but uh, if Sauce was covering him, he still did a pretty good job because I saw that like that was like his least like yards of separation all season. Yeah. Which is except for I think the Bills game, but the the Bills defense is incredible. That's yeah. I'm surprised we didn't take more Bills players just because they're so complete as a team, I guess. Yeah. But it's just what he's doing as a rookie because rook cornerback definitely on defense is the hardest position for rookies to play. Yeah. Maybe maybe across I think all time. Yeah, across like, all I mean maybe maybe quarterback's the only one harder. Yeah. But even then if you if you're a rookie quarterback in a good system, if you're a rookie cornerback, that's just that's on an island because Yeah. You, you just you have to be if you're expected to be in there you just have to be good especially when you're drafted in the top five picks yeah especially if you're I would say if you're more of a man man defense team that's really even more hard on a yeah. rookie he, corner and he has not only met expectations but exceeded them yeah and he keeps playing to that level every week and like he has a few my my main thing about him is that he has a few like playful comments but he's not really a, he's not really one of those jerk rookies that's really yeah good. for the most part he's just a guy going out there to play and he. Really, just wants to win. That's what's nice. That I've noticed about some of these some of these rookies coming into the league, they care a lot more about winning than stats. That seemed to have been an issue yeah. for quite a few years. Stats and money and all that stuff. Seeing guys just want to win, especially like on the Jets. I love the Jets. I love that they're finally good. <laughs> I, I just think that's awesome. Their team is so cool. But he's a great guy. He's probably a lock for defensive rookie of the year at this point, unless he has a, a major fall off. But he's just been incredible. So. Yeah, I mean, he's he's six plus foot and he has great speed, great vision. I mean. There's not much you can say that's not good for him. I mean, Ryan Stonehouse, he's been he's had a fucking monster leg all year. I mean, there's not much I can say about a punter, but he's he's, he's been a yeah, booming punts, great punts all year long. Justin Tucker, I mean, people gave him crap for missing what was it, a 66 yarder? A 67 yarder. 67 yarder. It would have broken his record for the longest kick ever. Like that's Yeah. I mean, Justin Tucker, he's he's a I don't need to defend this pick. He's the best pun. He's the best kicker of all time. I he, in He's he's the best kicker of all time. Yeah, I mean, maybe probably not the greatest yet, but he's the best. Yeah, yeah. I would say I don't know who who would you say is the greatest? Adam Vinatieri. Probably Vinatieri. If not if not Vinatieri, then Morton Anderson maybe. I I, I okay I I understand those. Yeah, and then, and then obviously the MVP of the team, long snapper, Charlie, Charlie Hewitt. Hewitt. I mean I don't think this team makes it maybe even past three wins without the him. Fact that he's a long snapper making over a million dollars. That man must be the best long snacker, long snacker, long snapper of all yeah, time. Too, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No quality team here, Justin. I really like it. I really like both of our teams. I, I mean, obviously, I prefer my team because I, I built it. But your team is very good. I, I yeah. There's definitely th- some things that I would change looking back, but I'm really confident in this, especially the offense. I don't see Jake Fromm at backup quarterback just because I love Jake Fromm in college. Yeah. Look, like this is like. I mean, I feel like even Jake Fromm could could, could succeed in this uh, yeah, with this team. I mean, it, it, like it's kind of on. Obviously, that's the whole point is like building like the yeah. dream team. But like, I mean, I really like what I did with this. I just think it works. Um, 
Obviously, we didn't factor in, like, pre-establishing chemistry. So, like, having, like, Josh Allen and Diggs, because they have some of the best receiver chemistry. We didn't, like, factor that in. Like, if you had, like, with Burrow, like, Jamar Chase and T. Higgins would probably make the most sense because they're already becoming one of the best duos. Yeah, but we're not factoring that in. Yeah, but not factoring that in. You go with the best players. Even if we did Burrow. Joe Burrow and Justin Jefferson have that chemistry. Man, that look... Think about the LSU team. It's not like today. People in 20 years are really going to look back at LSU and they had Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, and Justin Jefferson at one time and wonder how that happened. Yeah. That is absurd. It's a, it, That was a great team. And honestly, I really respect your team. I really like your team. Yeah, I mean, your team is incredible, especially since you have Mahomes. I think that gives you a bit of an edge. Yeah, Mahomes and Justin Fields. I mean, he's been yeah. Justin's been on a roller scene. I think your defense is a little bit better too, but... Overall, um, this was a lot of fun building these teams. Yeah. It's just a cool thought experiment. I mean, it, it gives us a chance to talk about some of our favorite players um, and just look at, like, the league as a whole. And we should definitely revisit this later on. Yeah. Um, a lot of these guys are having great years. Sometimes sometimes uh, one year can kind of blind you from, like, how good a player is. But, I mean, someone like Cooper Cup, uh, last year was, like, his real – it wasn't his breakout year, but it was, like, his breakout year. Yeah. And he really continued into this year. He was, like, the one bright spot on the Rams this year, and then he got injured, so. Yeah. I mean, I think the, the one thing that might change about your team would be either Von Miller, maybe going with someone else there, there and then a different backup quarterback. But, like, those are – those are, like – Yeah. Whatever. They're not, like, the most important like pieces of your team. I would definitely add Micah Parsons. I'm not going to change it because – Yeah. Because I'd be piggybacking off of you, but that was, that was a great move. Good job on that. Thank, thank you. Because um, he's incredible. Um, and then yeah, you taking Justin Fields is actually really smart because he's on a rookie deal and he he's so he's so effective with the yeah. Game. Like it's like I, like that running out against the Packers that was absurd. Like he literally outran everybody. Yeah, I feel he's like quarterback even. This would be really weird, and it would be really weird if a team ever did this. But with these two players, I. I don't know if it's illegal or not, but I would I wouldn't mind having two quarterbacks on the field at once because Justin Fields yeah. can run yeah. and you can also you all have that threat of him being able to throw as well. So you don't know what he's doing. Right. Yeah. It's like like the Saints do it all the time. Yeah. But the thing is, like Taysom Hill, he's not a fleshed out passing quarterback. Yeah. He he, he could for a couple plays and he has. But like if you're talking like Mahomes and Fields, you can have Mahomes as the starter, but you can throw Fields in on any play. You can put you can even put him on the outside and run trick plays like yeah. so effectively. Like it'd be absolutely insane, actually. So um yeah, especially yeah. when you have runners like Nick Chubb and Aaron Jones. So that, that that's my favorite thing to think about with these teams. I mean you look at this team, if you had Fields on there, then you do a trick play where he doesn't start with the ball but like Mahomes flicks it to him. So then he could run or he could if he can't run, he can throw a dump off to Jones, and Jones will have great yards after catch. Or he could find Jefferson or Watson down the field. Yeah, what, what I'm thinking is you have your five yeah, offensive. Like, yeah, yeah, you have your five offensive off of his offensive linemen. Yeah. Uh, put Justin Fields on there, Patrick Mahomes, um, Aaron Jones, or Nick Chubb, um, Justin Jefferson, Christian Watson, Travis Kelsey. Yeah, incredible. You, you have so much you can do with that, and I. Don't know if there's much better setup than you could have. Yeah, like that that could be any defense. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of offenses that are currently in the league that could be any defense if they're on tune the whole time. Yeah, but like something like 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 something like that, it creates really cool like like thought puzzles that you could put together for stuff like that. Yeah, this uh, an offensive coordinator would have a field day with having oh, Pat dude. Mahomes and Justin Fields. Dude, like that. No pun intended. Field <laughs> that would be absolutely insane. Um, I still think Mahomes kind of holds the mantle as the best quarterback. Yeah. Um, 
guys like Allen and Burrow were trying to challenge it, especially that game this past week. Burrow played exceptional. Um, oh, yeah. But there's just not many people that are as consistent as Mahomes. I mean, it's just like, even if, no matter what you, like, what excuses you want to make, like, oh, he has a great coach, it's a great offense in general, it's just like, he he makes the plays, and he does it well yeah. every week, week in, week out. He's a Super Bowl champion. He had one of the best seasons ever. Like, and that was his first year as a starter. I don't care how good your team is. The way yeah. he played his first year as a starter, that is extremely impressive. Yeah, so. and to be fair, I was really hard on Mahomes. I was like, well, he, I don't think he'd be as good without Tyreek Hill. And then this, this year, he comes in without Tyreek Hill, and he does the exact same thing, if not better. Yeah, and like... And then people are like, oh, well, Kelsey's the blanket. And it's like, well, yeah, but, like, you can't just throw your tight end every play. Yeah. As good as Kelsey is. He's not. They almost throw his tight every play, but, but they can't really do that. Yeah, it's just and, a logical thing. And I don't think Mahomes is in his own stratosphere anymore. Like, for a while, I was like, okay, there's nobody even close to him. Yeah. But now, like, guys like Allen, Burrow, Lamar's been very inconsistent. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I that, mean, that Ron, one, that Ron, one sounded like it hurt a little bit. Was up there with him, but he's showing his age. It's also, yeah. it's also an off year as far as like the team around him. Yeah, Rodgers, he does show his age, but yeah, obviously a lot of changes happen in the system, and yeah. he's playing with now a broken thumb. Yeah, so, so I mean, I it kind of just you never know. I really thought this was going to be Allen's year to take over, but I still think Mahomes is going to hold it by the end of the year. Maybe maybe Allen will sneak out with an MVP after playing a bit poorly and also getting kind of injured but playing through injury. Yeah. Uh, really, the MVP race is kind of close this year because even Joe Burrow is starting to put himself up there. Yeah. Because um, as the Bengals, the Bengals have won six of their last seven. Not many people are talking about that. Um, I don't know. I honestly think that Justin Jefferson is an MVP candidate. I, I would not he, he hold that against it. you. He won't win it. It's, always, it's a, yeah, it's, it's a quarterback a award. I mean, but like if you're talking outside of quarterback, he's probably the number. He's probably got the best case. I feel like I feel like he definitely is front runner for offensive player of the year. Oh, for sure. Yeah, totally. Yeah, and honestly, I want to. As much as I hate to admit it, someone that has been able to pull his uh that, that's been able to pull his team into every game, um, as because uh, I hate the Cowboys, but. Dak playing has been able to pull his team into the game, especially against this last game on Sunday Night Football against the Colts. I mean, that, that's just we didn't. I don't think we talked about like touched on that very much, but thirty three points in the fourth quarter is absolutely insane. That Cowboys team is scary. Yeah, scary. I don't. I don't know how well Dak performed in that fourth quarter, but he he's a leader and people the the team around him respects him and can play well around him. Well, so see, that's my thing, Dak. As as you could see, at least with his public image, he's a really good guy. He's really, yeah. he's really humble. He does what he can. Um, he just everybody on his team likes him, so they're gonna try for him. That's yeah, what, that's what you want in a leader. Um, and he he's been a leader. Uh, and although he doesn't play the best all the time, he's kind of inconsistent. Yeah, when he, when he does play at his best, he's actually a really really talented quarterback. Yeah, and I think I think maybe some of that like inconsistency could. Like you could put that in fact with like he had that well he had that like season ending injury a couple years ago and yeah. he and he got injured this year too did he or was it last yeah, year this year yeah that this was the year with Cooper Rush that came in yeah and Cooper Rush is not a good quarterback no he's not a starting quarterback I, I love rooting for Cooper Rush but he is not a good quarterback yeah I loved Cooper Rush and I loved those games but really it's because this Cowboys team is scary good I think yeah. I think they're the best in the NFC now the Eagles they're on the same level which is crazy that they're in the same division. But the thing is, top to bottom, I like the Cowboys better. The Eagles, the way they play, they could outplay anybody. But, like, 
they could also be outplayed by yeah. like the Cowboys, I think. Well, when they play each other, I think it's going to be really telling. The The first match between the two um, was before Dak came back. Yeah. And that was, it was like a primetime game. It was also decently close. Like, it wasn't that much of a blowout. Yeah. Uh, so the next game between the Cowboys and the Eagles, that'll be like, that'll be deciding who the best team in the NFC is, I think. Okay, yeah, I, I, I respect that. As a Vikings fan, we're not on that level. You guys are, have definitely shown major improvement this year. I think year. that we've become one of the best coach teams because yeah. even when our team kind of falters, we've come up big. Our red zone defense has shown up huge. Wasn't it Kevin O'Connell? Is that your guys' yeah, head, head coach? coach? And the offense has played pretty much great all year. They've, yeah. they've only had a couple like like stale. Yeah, games. like against the Eagles and against the, and Cowboys. the Cowboys. Yeah, which that was because our offensive line was abysmal in that Cowboys game and. We had double some drops in the Eagles game, and then once once we get in a funk, we just kind of lose. That's the problem. Yeah, um, but I say you're all you're always in it with like Justin Jefferson and yeah. Dalvin Cook. We I don't think we really appreciate him that much. He's injury prone, I feel. But Cook, when he's Cook on the field, more important this year than even I realize. Yeah, because his ability to ha- make big plays when needed, like if we're out by a touchdown, but he can make a big play to make that even more so. Like that that's huge. Yeah, and I think. Maybe one person that if they could contribute a little bit more would be an, an even bigger addition to the team is that trade for TJ Hawkinson. He's had his games where he's per- performed really oh, well yeah, for you guys. Really well, but he definitely could be more involved. Yeah. Like, what well, once he fully settles in, the the offense is gonna be really scary. Yeah, and there's there's been a couple passes that uh, Kirk's missed him on. Like, what this last game, Kirk missed him on what would probably be a touchdown pass. Going down the field, it would just be if TJ could t- like catch it and then break yeah, away. I mean that that one. Maybe. Yeah, uh, it's a little. It's a little. Uh, it's a tale of two sides. I mean, yeah. and that pass, I didn't think was that bad. He didn't like. He definitely was overthrown, but he didn't have that much separation because. Well, I, I I don't really remember it, so I'm not gonna go into that. And then I mean, overall, the Vikings as a team, it's just gonna come down to mentality because. Yeah. I don't think they're as good as the Cowboys and Eagles, but could they beat them in the playoffs? Maybe on a fluke. I I would I would say they can if maybe. If that if the Vikings roster comes in, if the Vikings team, I should say, comes in with a winning mentality and, and knows that they can win the game, then I feel like they they could win that. Yeah, I mean, I honestly, as a Vikings fan, I've been biased to this team, and they've let me down so much. I'm just kind of like, well, I don't think they'll do anything in the playoffs. But realistically, I think they do legitimately have a chance to make the Super Bowl. Yeah, is it a small chance compared to with the teams in the NFC? Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. it's a small chance. But it is there. The Niners, I would have thought, might have been the front to make the NFC before Jimmy Garoppolo got hurt. Yeah. Um, the Niners, I don't think, are a Super Bowl winning team with Jimmy Garoppolo. No. But I don't think they're a Super Bowl making team without him either because you need a quality quarterback. Yeah, I will say Jimmy Garoppolo is a winner. I don't respect I, – I, I shouldn't say that. I just don't think he's a good player. He's a winner. I don't think he's a good player. He he! You look at his stats for most games. He's not the reason that team wins. He's he's he brings that mentality, and that's a good thing. But his stats don't reflect that. That, and a, that Niners team is extremely talented on both yeah. sides of the ball. Uh, if you have a game manager, you'll win games, and that's exactly what Jimmy does. Yeah, which we saw it last year in the playoffs, and I think the same thing would have happened. It's just, it's just not going to come through. You're going to need exceptional quarterback play, and maybe with Christian McCaffrey, you could you see yeah. a huge jump. But it's like I, I don't know. I just don't see it from a player like that. Now their quarterback's Brock Purdy. If they don't sign, Baker, <laughs> I, I I hope they don't sign Baker. I think yeah. it'd be an honest downgrade. At least give Purdy a chance. Um, so uh, <laughs> and honestly, some, something we didn't have as an option on here is fullback and Kyle Uzcheck. 
an amazing fullback. Oh, yeah. Can and boost any team. I mean, I was like CJ Ham, but CJ Ham, CJ Ham is also a really good fullback. Yeah. Those are like the, I think those are the two best fullbacks in the league. I can't really yeah. think of anybody else no, in really, that conversation. Because yeah, fullbacks aren't used as much anymore, which is kind of upsetting because it's actually could be a very important position and used in the right offense. Yeah, like, I'm sure the Ravens have one because they're such like a run-focused team. Yeah, I can't think of who it is. Uh, it used to be used. I know, I know, San Fran. At least last season did use use check quite oh, yeah. a bit. They use use check quite a bit because yeah. he's a good enough player. For yeah, him. and he's a, he's a great blocker, I believe too. So they probably oh, have him on the field. Oh yeah, quite the a Eagles bit. have a Ricard. He's good. Yeah, Patrick Ricard. He's, he's, he's probably the second best fullback. Yeah, he's, he's, he's good. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just it's just looking at teams like that. The AFC is stacked. Like really stacked, and I could realistically see like four or five of those teams being in the Super Bowl. So. Yeah, if I had to pick, I think. AFC, whoever makes it out of the AFC is going to win the Super Bowl, I think. I, I, I think so, too. I, I, unless the Cowboys go, then I think that's a realistic, that could be a matchup, which is I hate to say, because yeah. I don't like the Cowboys, but yeah, they're a great yeah. team. I mean, everybody hates the Cowboys, unless you're a Cowboys fan. I'm in that same boat, but looking at the teams, top to bottom, the Cowboys are scary. They're dangerous. Yeah. And if you put them up against, like, I think they could realistically be any team in the league right now. Um, but when it comes down to a Super Bowl matchup, I guess we'll just have to see. Um, I, I'm still riding high on the Bills. I, it looks like, I don't know if it's coaching or what it is, but they don't seem to be that team with, like, that Super Bowl mentality. But, but top to bottom, I think they're the most complete. So I would still probably pick them to make it out. I think it's most likely Bills-Cowboys. But the Chiefs, the Chiefs just have, they, they have that, they have that answer every year. The Bengals should go on another run. Honestly, if it, if it ends up being Bengals Chiefs in the in the AFC Championship, I mean Joe Burrow is undefeated against Patrick Mahomes, yeah. so I mean I could definitely see the Bengals making I mean, it back. He's he's big game Joe. I mean everybody was kind of hating on him when they found out that he was going to be. It was like oh he's he's not the best quarterback in this draft. I mean why would he go first overall? But clearly that's the difference that the Bengals needed. Yeah, who was who were you the quarterbacks in that draft? That was the year that Tua and Herbert were both projected to be like high end like. They were both realistically first round picks, but then Tua got injured in college, so that made his draft draft um, that made his stock d- dip a little bit. And then Herbert had his senior year wasn't as good as his junior year, and then Burrow had the best college football year ever. Yeah, LSU. So then it was like, okay, what's about Joe Burrow? Yeah, I mean, be- between those three, I'm definitely taking Joe Burrow. Yeah, for sure. Tua had a, has had an amazing season so far. I mean, Tua's been great. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, it's also like it's as for like. He he's much improved, and I don't want to take any credit away from him. Yeah, the Tyreek acquisition is a big part of that. Oh yeah, but I mean Tyreek is a game changer in every in any complete, team he goes to. Absolutely, yeah. But but Tua is still he still stepped up his game in a lot of ways, and he he deserves respect for that. Yeah, hundred percent. I feel like uh, sorry, I didn't mean to backtrack on this, but I feel like Tyreek Hill is a more improved version of Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, honestly, and Deshaun Jackson was a great player, and he can still be a big time deep threat. Oh yeah. Obviously not to that extent anymore. He's like what thirty something. Yeah, he's he's an old motherfucker. Probably mid thirties. Yeah. yeah. But Tyreek, it's just when you're that fast, you can get open whenever. Yeah. And and like everyone's like, two is improved on the deep ball. A lot of those deep balls, you have to see Tyreek jump back and catch them. But yeah. even if you get it in that in that area, the thing with Tyreek is that he's made his catching just good enough that with how fast he is, he can make a play pretty much anywhere. Yeah. And Jalen Waddle. Yeah, we don't even so bring up Jalen Waddle. Like yeah. He. He's like he's a Jamar Chase type player because they're just extremely explosive. 
Um, he's not as good as Jamar Chase, at least not yet. Yeah. But he's so explosive. And you have two of the most explosive receivers in the league on the same team. Yeah. You have Raheem Mostert, quality running back. Oh, yeah. And when also, healthy, also, I think he's great. Yep. And they also have Jeff Wilson Jr., another quality running back. So you look at that Dolphins offense, and it's you have one, you have one of the best. Yeah. And that... And that could be a discount against Tua. But he's also, he's making improvements where he needs to, and he's, and he's got the talent. I mean, yeah. he's an Alabama quarterback, so he's yeah. got the talent. So. I mean, I also think Mike Kosicki's a great tight end. Yeah, Kosicki's a great tight end. Yeah, it's a really complete offense. I think it's it's either Dolphins or uh, Bengals, in my opinion, for the best receiving core in the league. Yeah. I, I think the Vikings are also up in that uh in that conversation, I would like to see a little bit more out of like Adam Thielen, like more consistency. But I also know that he is an old guy. Yeah, he's. I mean, yeah, Osborne's really coming into his own. Yep, yeah, Os- Osborne's doing great. Uh, I would he, love to see more uh, Jalen Rager involved. That would be. Yeah, Jalen Rager. He that last game he had a pretty yeah, big yeah, game. Yeah, he had a couple big catches, which like it just shows he he's got the talent. There's a reason he was drafted in the first round. Yeah. yeah everyone just clowns on him because he was the guy taken before Jefferson. Yeah. The receiver taken before Jefferson. And now you guys have both of them. <laughs> Now we have both, yeah. And I, I would also love to see you guys. I know he's hurt right now, but Irv Smith Jr. I feel like he, Irv oh, yeah. Smith Jr. I mean, yeah. if Irv is there, and then we have Hawkinson and Irv Smith, I mean that would be. Yeah. We, we would have a really complete offense. Everyone, everyone wants to hit on Kirk, but I will ride him being a top ten quarterback till the end. I don't care. Because Irv, Irv was was taken for his. Uh, he was he's pretty fast, isn't he? Yeah. For a tight end. Oh yeah, he's a really fast tight end, and he's really good. He just had some catching inconsistency issues. Yeah, which, which I mean, we've seen that can get solved at least for right now with right, yeah. Christian Watson. And if you have a tight end that can do that, I mean, oh, that's huge. Yeah, it's massive. A yeah. fast, uh, a fast, uh, good catching tight end. Hundred yeah, percent. And yeah. I, I feel like that would really open up your guys' playbook even more having two good tight ends because T.J. Hawkinson can can block. Yep. And then you can serve, send Irv Smith out on whatever route, and then you also have Justin Jefferson, yeah. KJ Osborne, when, Anthony, when you like, have Justin Jefferson, it's like that. When you have Justin Jefferson, when you have Devontae Adams, when you yeah. have Cooper Cup, it opens up everything. Yeah. Because he has shown it doesn't matter what the situation is. He can come, he can, he won't always will, but he can come up with a catch in any situation. Yeah. So, and, and that's been a, that, that that's just... I love I love Justin Jefferson so much, um, so much. He's so he's just so good. Every game you watch, you're just kind of amazed. You're like, how is someone this good at football? It's yeah, he, he's just it's absolutely incredible, and he's a big reason why I actually believe that we could make a, a deep playoff run because yeah, with you just throw to him every play, and you probably have a close game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously, I feel like your guys' defense does need improving. I mean that that I mean that's just you can say that about almost any team is that their defense is the more weak side of the ball. But on offensively wise, I mean, I feel like you guys definitely need a better line because they were getting destroyed oh, by the, the Cowboys. It's really bad with pass blocking. It has yeah. been for years. Saw has been out. He's one of our he's our young left tackle that's really good. So we can get him back and we need to improve on the interior offensive line a lot. Because a good pass rush is gonna kill us. And yeah. I knew that going into that Cowboys game. That's why I picked us to lose. We had one like seven straight away to that game. Yeah. Well we're Probably gonna get dominated by this pass rush. I didn't expect forty to three. Yeah. Um, that was upsetting. I'm really happy I didn't watch that game. I was at work. Uh, but yeah, that's something that really needs to be cleared up. Um, and then if we can clear up the offensive line, I genuinely think that we could challenge any team in the yeah. NFC. No, we're not better, but we could probably challenge. If you do that, I feel like the only way that you can improve your offense like significantly, as much as I love Kirk and I think Kirk's a great quarterback, having a mobile like a 
dual threat quarterback would just open up your guys' playbook. Because Kirk's awesome, but he's obviously not. Well, yeah, he's obviously not a dual threat. Yeah. I mean, I mean he's, he's white like, lightning, but like. He's vanilla Vic. <laughs> he seems faster this year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's, he's been working on the memes, bro. The time that he ran. I mean, obviously, he'll never be a mobile quarterback. No. With a mobile quarterback, though, that would be actually insane. Holy shit. Mavs beat the Suns 130 to 111. Yeah, quick, quick little break. <laughs> what are you talking about that? I'm, I'm also a Phoenix Suns fan. fan. Um, it's, it's been a rough couple years considering how much they've won, honestly. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Maybe maybe uh, next episode we also can do like do what we did here, but for... Uh, basketball. Basketball team, awesome. yeah. I would love to do that. Um, and then, yeah, just... In general, I think the Bills are the most complete team. They also have a great receiving core, actually. I mean, you're talking about, like, like Diggs, uh, Davis, McKenzie, uh, Dawson Knox at tight end. Uh, good quality running backs, too. They're just a good team, good offensive line. There's a lot of great teams, and I think that this is one of the most open playoffs that we've had in a while. I mean, obviously, the Bengals were a surprise last year, and I'm st- I still wish they would have won the Super Bowl. Um, but looking at it this year, I mean... I think Chiefs, Bills, or Bengals are the best bets come out of the AFC. You can even see some other sneaky team maybe sneak in there. And the NFC, you're looking Eagles, Cowboys, and then, like, I guess the Vikes and the Niners are right behind them. Yeah. And it comes down to probably any combination of that, which is a lot more than you could say for most years. Like, for a long time, oh, yeah. it was always, like, Patriots or Chiefs, probably Patriots. And then, like, yeah. in the NFC, it's like, maybe the Packers will get over the hump, probably not. I yeah, mean, we've just been so bad in the, in the NFC Championship, and we didn't even make it, we didn't even make it to the NFC Championship last year. Uh, but before we get uh, before we have more time here, I think we should probably end it before yeah. it gets too long. Um, but if you guys enjoyed this podcast so far, don't forget to subscribe, like, comment, share with other people. Go check out Amityacast uh, movie channel or a movie podcast channel. Yeah, please check out my other uh, podcast. I'm also really into movies. That's probably probably even more of a hobby. Yeah. And I've got I've got the movie podcast. It's on it's uh, Amityacast. We have a shark thing as our profile picture. Easy to find. Yeah. Even though not really. Um, but thank you so much for listening. This is uh, the Stick and Bowl Symposium. Justin, any other closing words? Um, yeah, I mean, check out Amityacast in the description down below. Check out my channel. It's also going to be down there. Um, but that's going to be it for us today, guys. And I hope you guys liked. And I hope to see you back next time. Bye.